The Maple Leafs celebrated John Tavares' 1,000-point milestone last night, but didn't get to celebrate a victory as they lose to the Rangers in regulation. We'll break it all down and give our three stars of the game. All that more coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Leafs podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Hello and welcome into the Locked On at Leafs podcast, a daily Maple Leaf-centric podcast hosted by myself, Mike DiStefano, and my co-host, Dave Morissuti. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. I'll tell you what, the best bet on the board from last night, uh, while we're still technically, the game is underway. We're recording like 10 o'clock Tuesday night. But uh, as of now, the Senators up 3 nothing on Arizona. First game, they got that new coach bump. It's coming in hot. Sens Moneyline was the bet of the bet, best bet on the board last night, Dave. Tonight, Dave. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's almost like, I wouldn't say a guarantee, but I don't know many teams that lose when they get the new coach. Especially teams that there's a difference between obviously teams that are really bad and get a bad, new a new coach, but the Senators against the Arizona Coyotes with the new coach, that seemed like a pretty safe bet. Yeah. Although yeah, as, safe. as we say this, they could very well easily blow the lead and lose this game. Yeah, and then we'll look like idiots in the morning when everyone's listening to this on their way to work or on the train or doing whatever they're doing throughout the day when they listen to our podcast, getting ready perhaps. And and thank you to all you great people who join us uh, on a daily basis, the everydayers who listen to the Locked On Lease podcast. We know there are many of you, and we do thank you very much for uh, for listening uh, along to our show where uh, I, I was looking at the number recently. We're like 835, 36 shows deep or something like that. Like We're pretty deep into this bad boy. And, and, you know, there's a lot of loyal listeners who do tune in every day. It's a lot of great people on the uh, on on the Discord app. And, and we haven't plugged the Discord app in a while, but we do have a Discord. If you're new, you know, you're, you're new to the show. We do have a Discord app where we do uh, have great dialogue, you know, on game day during the games. You can go check that out. We'll put the link down below. Um, let's get into what we saw happen on the ice tonight, though, Dave. Uh, Leafs falling 5-2 to two to the New York Rangers on, well, what I've been calling John Tavares Appreciation Night. Uh, he gets uh, a great little ceremony pregame to celebrate his thousandth point achievement that he hit last week uh so let's start there pretty classy ceremony for the Leafs, wasn't it yeah they, they, the Leafs do ceremonies really well like it's i i've I seen so many of them throughout the years that was that was a pretty good one like you don't see very often the Leafs celebrate a thousand points by a player right no yeah you're right that doesn't happen 
too too often. I'd imagine it'll start happening a lot more as long as you know Austin's going to get there. Like he signed up long term, he'll get there by the end of this five year contract. If Willie and Mitch stay around too, like they'll they'll be able to get there as well. So maybe there's going to be more of it in the future. But it's been a while since we've had that type of ceremony. I mean, I guess what Sundeem would have been Sundeem the last one to to kind of do it. He might like, have been actually. I'm just trying to think back. Like, again, this is one where I have to ask someone who obviously will know more, but yeah, yeah, I like I we've had thousand games many times before. Um, no, even that hasn't come around too often. Like, only 98 people have or a thousand games a little bit more often, obviously, than yeah. a thousand points, but uh, still a pretty great accomplishment. Um, I'll say one thing, one thing about it for like, it was also really cool to, you know, they involved the kids too, which I think is awesome when you kind of get the kids a little something to give them that little gold mini stick. If I got one of those bad boys, I probably would have been hitting my brother with it on the ice. So good for them for not hitting each other with the mini sticks. Cause I bet you those things would hurt. Like those look pretty solid. Uh, so kudos to them. Although they probably were hitting each other throughout the game. Um, one little thing, one little thing, and I don't know, maybe this, maybe I'm overthinking it, but the painting that they gave him, the painting they gave him, don't you think he should have been like one photo in an Islanders jersey, one photo in a Leafs jersey? Like, I know it was, it was a, a gift by Toronto, but like he spent the first half of his career on the island. A majority of those thousand points were scored on the island. Like it's a career accomplishment, not a Maple Leafs accomplishment. I'm probably going to take heat. I'm probably going to take heat on that, but I, I don't know. I thought maybe maybe that could that would have happened, but guess not. I'll, I'll say this. I mean, I, I can see the reasoning behind why, why you would say that, but let's also say two things. The Islanders could give them something. If they really yeah, want. I think they, they, and they very well might, like behind closed doors, you know, send them something, but and also screw the Islanders because yeah. the, the fans keep booing them every time. It's got nothing to do with honoring the Islanders. Yeah. It's, hey, John, I know how much that organization means to I you. Know. We thought we would include it in our gift to you just by understanding Tavares, not the Islanders. You're not, you know, doing I, any I, solids I, to, to New York. I just think I just think it looks nicer as an all Leafs painting. I well, just you think would, yeah. you're a diehard Leaf fan. And you're not, you're, you're a biased Leaf fan. That's why. Hey, I have, uh, I don't have it here. I do have like a lot of pictures with a collage of like players. And I do have ones where guys are wearing different jerseys. I'm not, <laughs> you know, I don't just have Leaf stuff hanging around. I see a Tavares jersey behind you. I see a Riley jersey behind you. I don't see like a Kyle Lock Pozo Islanders gear behind you. I don't see it, pal. Don't see it. Anyway, um, on to the game, Dave. On to the game. Uh, the Leafs take an L, 5-2. Just the second regulation loss, though, in their last 16 games. And their first loss in regulation since November 25th. It's been a while since the team uh, didn't pick up at least one point in a game. What did you make of their efforts tonight? I, I didn't hate their effort. Like they were, they went toe to toe with a really good Rangers team. Like we expected this game to go a bit differently. I I didn't I didn't look at this game and say ah they're playing like terribly, but at the same time, like it wasn't a perfect game. 
they were like that first period, the Rangers had the majority of the chances. And I did say the Leafs needed to have a good start. Fortunately for them, Martin Jones played really well yeah. in that first period. Yes, uh, very um, well. Like especially early on. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was probably the part that I didn't like from there tonight is they didn't get off to a good start. You know, when the Rangers did get the goal, get the first goal, they responded, right? They were, they didn't, they, they didn't check out. They were putting up great chances all night. Unfortunately, couldn't capitalize on a lot of their chances. And that was the unfortunate part for tonight. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I thought tonight went pretty much how we expected it to go, to be quite honest with you. Like, I, I expected to see some sort of response response from New York. I thought Shesterkin would be a lot better. And, you know, I figured it might be a little more low event after such a wild game a week ago, both sides knowing that, you know, these opponents can strike at any time, try and button things down, you know, defensively and, and try and not give up a whole lot. And, you know, that's what we saw. Like there wasn't a lot of high danger chances throughout the entire game. Uh, I mean, if you take a look there, there's only 15 high danger chances combined throughout the whole game. So, um, you know, and, and the Rangers only had four. They have four high danger chances through the entire game. That's all situations, not just that five on five. So Toronto, you know, they knew uh, that they were going to have to kind of help out uh, Martin Jones a little bit like they, you know, and I thought they did a pretty good job of it. It's unfortunate that the hockey gods, you know, are, are averaging things out. Like we've seen the Maple Leafs over the course of this stretch of, of 16 games now where they've gone 10, one and four, like, you know, they've had a few big comeback wins to get some of those points. They've gotten a couple of bounces here. I guess this is the, again, like I said, that's a lot of averages kind of coming back. And now the bad bounces is kind of going against them. And it ends up kind of costing them a couple of points. Like Toronto didn't necessarily lose this game. Um, I just think a couple of unlucky bounces. And because was there three of the four goals that were scored on Jones, all were deflections that he had. No, I had no idea where the puck was because of the deflections and uh, just kind of ended up in the back of the net. So thought the team played pretty well, pretty stout defensively. Uh, yes, to your point, the start wasn't great, but I thought that the, overall the game was was decent. Um, and, you know, you, you got a, a good solid outing again from Martin Jones. Thought Matthews played really well again tonight. A couple goals again. This guy just continues to score in bunches. Like, this is the fifth time in seven games he scored two goals. He's got nine multi-goal games already on the season. We're only 28 games in. Yeah, I mean, your your desire for him to get 50 and 50, your prediction, I should say, to get 50 and 50, that's how you do it. <laughs> you yeah. have nine multi-goal games. Puck, like, he's, and, and it's against Shesterkin, uh, one of the top... Um, one of the top goaltenders in this league. And I'm just realizing I did not have Austin Matthews in one of my fantasy lineups. For some reason, did not update. Oh, I'm not happy right now. <laughs> tough, 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 tough. I've, I've done that so many times this year. Like, I, my fantasy lineup has been so neglected. That one game, I, I had Stamkos. He scored four goals. Guess where he was? On my bench. Yep, yep. Been there, buddy. Sucks. Hate when that happens. Hey, when you come to the realization too, we were just like, I forgot to set my lineup and this guy just went off on toast for the week. Such a deflating situation. 
unfortunately, in our Locked On Leafs league, I didn't bench it. Well, I, I, we don't have them, but at least we had Stamkos on up in that one. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and the ninety-one off for four. He did. Uh, he he did pretty good for us as well. Uh, why don't we take a quick break, Dave? We'll, we'll we'll break. We'll come back. We'll get away from the fantasy talk. And we'll get back into uh, reactions from tonight's game. We'll get to the good, the bad, the ugly as well. But before we get into all of that, I do want to tell you guys about one of today's show sponsors, and it's our good friends over at Sleeper. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Matthews could score 50 goals. The Leafs could hoist the Stanley Cup, and you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports, and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. Uh, I tell you, 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 all you have to do is pick whether studs like Matthews, McDavid, Crosby, McKinnon, whoever will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in any given game. To win 100 times your bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me leave, fans. You can win 100 times your money by playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use and details and locational availability. Welcome back into the Locked On Leafs podcast. It's Mike DeStefano and Dave Morissuti. We're reacting to the Maple Leafs 5-2 loss to the New York Rangers. Uh, if you're not subscribed to the podcast already, we ask that if you're enjoying the content, please do. Uh, we're on a road to 5K. Road to 5K. We're not too far off from getting there either, I may say. So we're, we're hoping to get there by all-star break. That's our goal. And uh, if you are listening along and, and you listen daily or you listen pre periodically and haven't subscribed, if you uh, would like to do that now, that'd be greatly appreciated by us, whether on, uh, you know, go subscribe wherever you get your podcast from also on YouTube. All right. What else did you uh, pull from tonight's five, two loss to the Rangers, Dave? Well, I mean, you look at, I mean, Austin Matthews having a great game with him on my fantasy bench. Okay, I'm, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to mention it anymore. Um, we took a know, break to get away from the fantasy talk. What are you doing? Come on. Uh, Martin the Jones. Old Tommy Cutlets. Huh? Old Tommy Cutlets. Oh, brutal. I, I do think, I, I like Martin Jones again tonight. Again, looking at those goals, like the first goal that he let in, or sorry, he didn't let it in. It bounced in. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, try scoring that goal five times, like over again. Probably not. It was, like, it was like pinball. I think pinballed off like a few. I don't even know who went off of last. I lost sight of the puck. I couldn't even imagine being Martin Jones. And I've seen the replay six times. Imagine watching it live. And I still don't know where it is. Uh, yeah, like he had no clue where that puck went. It ended up landing like a foot from the line, like inside the blue paint, and then just rolls in. Um, McCabe tried to kind of scoop it out. He noticed that it was there as it was trickling in. Um, yeah, that one was was tough. The one off Riley on the power play, and then the one off of Will Lagason also. Uh, you know, really, really bad bounce. Um, I mean, the one on Lagason though, like, doesn't that kind of seem like the kind of shot where Panarin kind of knew what he was doing? Like yeah. he's thinking to himself, okay, this, you know, I could shoot this off off this defenseman's foot. 
and could ricochet on net, maybe create a rebound, maybe go into the net. And like that, that one almost seemed on purpose by Panarin. I do think, yeah, I mean, those, those types of goals, world-class in a lot of ways. Um, even if it doesn't go off Lagason, let's say Jones gets, uh, gets something on it. There's a good chance that that also gets a rebound, right? You put it in an area where you think you got a good chance of it going in. And, you know, the Leafs, the puck wasn't bouncing their way tonight. So the Rangers kind of knew that was happening and they took advantage. They, they made the puck bounce their way. So, like, that was bad. I did think Morgan Riley was good tonight. Yeah. 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 Really good plays on both ends of the ice. And that's kind of, again, another thing that make, shows just how valuable Morgan Rally can be, in case anyone forgot how valuable Morgan Rally can be. Well, that's a good point that you bring up there. Do you think that we... Do you think he's getting enough credit for the season that he's having by Leafs Nation? Like, he's kind of been quietly going about his business, but, like, the guy's racking up points, playing well defensively. He's got all these injuries, and and this guy's had to step up and play big, big-time minutes. I saw a stat the other day, too, that Morgan Riley, I think it was today on the broadcast, Morgan Riley leads all defensemen in, like, zone exits, which is an incredibly um, uh, important statistic. Like, that means that he's physically taking the puck from his own zone and transporting it out of danger and into the neutral zone and transitioning puck up, uh, play up the other way. Like, that's an important statistic. You can go, oh, analytics, blah, blah, blah. It's an important statistic. Um, so he's having a, a terrific season. I feel like it's going a little unnoticed. I do think so. And we, people keep saying he's not a number one, he's not an elite number one. Look, there's a lot of reasons to believe that. I do. But sometimes you don't need to have, like in Morgan Riley's case, he doesn't need to be a Drew Doughty for this team. He just needs to make smart plays. And like the expectation for him isn't to be a Drew Doughty because he's not being paid like a Drew Doughty either. But I just think, you know, we, we pile on him when he's having really bad games. The Discord can really get on Morgan Riley too at times. But when he's having good games, he should be lauded for it. And I think tonight was one of those examples. He breaks up what could have been an easy scoring chance and then steps up, sets up Austin Matthews for the first goal of the game. That's, yeah. what, that's what Morgan Riley at his best. That's what he can do. Yeah, absolutely. And that was just, you know, a good smart play to jump up into the rush and, you know, get it back to, to, to Matthews had to do it through some traffic too. Like there was a couple of sticks that he had to kind of get the puck through in order to get it to Matthews. So uh, yeah, really smart play uh, heads up play really by, by Mo and hopefully he can keep this going. Like that's, that's the thing with Morgan Riley when he's healthy, he, he does look the part of a number one. He definitely does look like a, a top pair guy, but then when he, you know, gets banged up a little bit and the skating isn't as crisp, then you start to see things, you know, kind of fall apart a little bit for Mo. So as long as this guy can stay healthy throughout the year and knock on wood, you know, he has so far this season, um, you know, he's he's a great player for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, all right, let's take a, a break. We'll come back. We'll get to the good, the bad, and the ugly from tonight's 5-2 loss to the New York Rangers. You're listening to the Locked On Leafs podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team. Every day. 
Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NHL offers stay on fan stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. Did you think the Rangers are going to win tonight? You should have made the bet. You would have won yourself your money line wager and an extra 150 bucks. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the Locked On Network. Welcome back into the Locked On Leaves podcast. It's Mike DiStefano and Dave Morissuti. I uh, I got a text, speaking of FanDuel, a buddy of mine at 1050, the producer of the afternoon show, Gameplay, sent me a, a ticket that he just got from FanDuel. He had a three-way parlay. He had Austin Matthews to score two goals. He had Nikita Kucherov to score two goals. And he had David Pasternak to score two goals. He bet $2.50, and he won himself like 800 bucks on FanDuel. Unbelievable I, wager. What well, a wager. Just like, only to, you see those ones, you're just like, if only I had the thought to do that. I know. And then when it hits, you're thinking to yourself, why did I only bet 250 Why yeah. did I bet 20 bucks? <laughs> it's like, oh, I was so scared. Actually, he did text me. He's like, ah, typically I usually only, like, he bets those periodically because he, he's like, eventually they're going to hit. I mean, he was right. Usually he's like, I usually bet a dollar, but today I felt extra confident. I bet 250. He's like, well, there you go. Glad it worked out for you, pal. And it was Matthews. Matthews was the final leg, too, that I had to hit. So when he scored the, the second goal there in the third period, I had a quick text from him saying, let's go dinner or uh, lunch on me tomorrow because uh, I'm going to be on uh, gameplay once again on 1050 at, uh, at 2 o'clock. So uh, I'm going to hold him to that. Cheese, producer Cheese, definitely going to be ma- buying me some lunch uh, on Wednesday. All right. Unfortunately, the two-goal performance was wasted by the Maple Leafs, though. They fell to the Rangers 5-2. to two. Uh, Let's go through, like we do on every single loss here for the Maple Leafs. We'll go through the good, the bad, and the ugly. Let's start with the good, though, Dave. I mean, Austin Matthews. Guy is only, I think he's got 13 games with a goal, and nine of them are multi-goal games. Yeah, he's got more multi-goal games than solo goal games. It's it's insane. Like, when if you're going to bet an anytime goal, you might as well bet two plus. Legit, yeah. like, at this point. Pretty much. I don't know many, I don't know how many guys are close to the multi-goal games in the, in the league this season, like, besides Austin Matthews. Cause that's like it's it's impressive, like you know, guys who can score on a consistent basis. And like Matthews isn't scoring every game, not many guys do. But for him to be scoring so many times, like multiple times in a game, and how many hat tricks he has this season, that's what's making this like goal scoring season so special for him. Yeah, it's 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 honestly really impressive. And if you look at like I'm just looking at his game logs right now. He went through a stretch there too, like at the end of November, right before uh, that game. You know, the, the calendar flipped actually, and he's just been on fire in the month of December. Uh, he's got that four two goal games in his last five, actually, one, two, three, five two goal games uh, in the month of December alone. But prior to that, he was in a bit of a funk. 
like prior to that Boston game where he scored two. So he's got uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven goals in his last uh, since the Boston game. That's what one, two, three, four, five, six. He's got eleven in his last seven games. Just one goal in the eight games prior, right? Like he had hit actually one goal in the nine games prior to that. Excuse me. And then prior to that, there was another streak after his first two hat tricks to start the season where he only had one goal in like a eight game span. So like this guy's had multiple, uh, multiple. He's had two droughts where he's gone like seven or eight games with only one goal, but it's the multiple goals that he's scoring where it's, you look at the whole total, he's got 25 now, a league leading 25 in 28 games played, 29 technically. If you're talking about the 50 and 50, he now has to do it in 49 games because he was out sick the other night in uh, in Pittsburgh. Um, so it makes it a little bit tougher for him. But, hey, scoring two on your first night back does make it a little easier to get to that milestone. But, hey, talk about tonight, like he was terrific. Um, you know, two goals on five shots, had three blocks in the game tonight as well. I thought he used his brain really well to create space for himself to get the shots off for those goals. And that's when he's at his best, when he's kind of weaving in and out of traffic and finding those soft spots, those soft zones to get shots off. Um, I thought he was good off the puck as well, you know, in terms of positioning and, and winning some puck battles uh, for for his lines. So I thought that Matthews was, was great. Uh, Martin Jones deserves uh, another, you know, special uh, shout out in this good category. I thought that he was good. I thought he was great. You know, Marty Jones is now, you know, that's three straight starts in a row where he's played really, really well. Like, yeah, if you're going to look at the box score and you'll see, oh, he allowed four goals on 35 shots. It's like an 870 save percentage. Oh, it looks like Martin Jones is coming back down to earth. No, if you watch the game, that's not at all how it went. He was terrific tonight. If you want to actually look at it in terms of, okay, how many saves did he make? He made 31 saves on 32 shots, technically, because the other three shots on goal that ended up in the back of the net were really just bad luck. Like, those were just bad luck shots. So, uh, Martin Jones, to me, it's three straight starts. And honestly, maybe you keep it rolling here, man. Give him another start. Ride the hot hand if you are the Toronto Maple Leafs. But Marty Jones... Uh, definitely deserves a shout out here. He was good tonight. Yeah, he's made me feel less anxious about not having you know Joseph Wall in right yeah. during the stretch. And and we talked about it on the last episode. Like this is a guy who has over 400 games in the NHL. Yeah, he's he, you know he's put up. Yeah, the numbers haven't always been great, but he's also found ways find ways to have success. And. Absolutely. You know, he went toe to toe with Ilya Shesterkin tonight. Igor, <laughs> sorry, Igor. Why do I say Ilya? Igor, yeah. oh. Ilya Samsonov, Ilya Sorokin, and then you got an Igor in there. All Igor's fault, but like he's one of the, like he's a top and he's an elite goaltender in this league. And Martin yeah. Jones toe to toe. Like, there's not much else you can say other than like that's just impressive. Twice. Yeah, Twice right. he's done he's it. One one. They're one and one in the battle of the uh, the Joneses and the Shesterkins. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Although, like, Jones, it, it, like, I look back, it, throughout his career, he hasn't done very well against the Islanders but or against the Rangers. But, hey, the last two have been... Uh, Art have been sack, the Rangers come back to town. I want a Jones, Shesterkin rubber match. Let's see who gets it done. 
Say March 2nd? March 2nd. You think Martin Jones is on the roster March 2nd? Well, he's if he's not, he's be on waivers. That's what I'm saying, Brooksy. Like, come March 2nd, who's this team's number two goalie? Samson or Martin Jones. If you had to place a wager, if this was on FanDuel, the futures, the Leafs backup goaltender on March 2nd will be Martin Jones or Ilya Samsonov. Where you weigh, where you laying your cash, Dave? Just because he's been he's he, I'm not even I, I'm not even confident about it, it being Samsonov. I just feel like it's gonna be Samsonov. All right, all right. I'm not gonna answer. It. I'm just gonna let you answer it. So Thanks. you can be the one who's gonna be wrong. It's all good, buddy. Uh bad tonight. Uh, the start. I didn't. I didn't love the start. Uh, I know we talked about it a little bit earlier in the show, but you know they didn't come out well. Considering we said that had to be a key, right? We saw how well they played in New York a week ago when they came out to a hot start. It was not that tonight. Um, Martin Jones had to make some really big saves early. There was like three big saves in that first period. Um, he made that one stop on the paddle which was unbelievable. There's a point-blank save that he made uh, also on that Brodzinski guy. Um, he had a couple of big stops early in that game to kind of keep the Leafs in it and keep the scoreless through uh, through one. Um, but, yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of the Leafs in that, you know, kind of first 15 minutes of that period. No, and, and it wasn't like they were allowing – they allowed clear-cut chances on that, right? Guys were getting through, and – it's it's one of those things where if you don't get off to a good start against a team like this and you get behind the eight ball, it's oh, it eventually like the constant need to do a comeback. And again, they were down multiple goals late in the game, maybe hoping that they could do pull off another comeback. It gets tiring. It, it really does. And the start, considering how good Martin Joe's playing, it would have been nice if you at least found one way, even if it was you had a bad period. But, you know, even if you get a greasy goal or you just find a way to get something to go by, you feel a lot better of yourself going into that second period, right? Because at least then you say, okay, we'll bounce. You know, didn't get off to a great start, but we got a goal. We got ourselves ahead, and now the Rangers are going to be trailing a little bit here. We can catch them, you know, trying to cheat a little bit to get, you know, to come back. Yeah, uh, but didn't happen. <laughs> and the Leafs ended up uh, losing 5-2. to two. The ugly tonight dave what was what was ugly curious to get your that, thoughts on. that schneider goal uh, ugly i well, was so who though who's ugly on who i know a lot of people are giving jake mccabe slack because yeah. he slack for being not being back but well that, that was me like that the, the the pinch there was was not, just not a good reach but the thing like, is you're a lot of defenseman to, to to, to do that, like to chip it in and, and allow him to get past him. Like, that's just not a good play. No, it's not a good play. It's not the first time. Like, I, I, Jake McCabe, he's looked pretty good, right? He has a five-game point streak. He's looked pretty solid this year. Then you go and – like, the thing with defensemen is you can have a good stretch, but then a play like that is just like, oh, Jakey boy, you can't do that, man. Yeah, and like, he's on the ice. I think he was on the ice for two tonight, I yeah. want to say. But, like, that one there was egregious. Like, I didn't like how Tavares defended it, but at the same time, Tavares is not 
supposed to be the guy there defending, right? And I just didn't like how that was how how soft it was a soft play, like a pretty easy way to characterize it. But yeah, I know Jake McCabe has to be better there. I know that Mike Van Ryan gave him a little flack on the bench. They had a very short conversation, basically <laughs> saying, "You done screwed up there. Don't done screw up like that again." Yeah, let's not. Let's not. You've been playing good hockey. Been playing good hockey, Jake. You know, like McCabe. We we talked about on the last show how you know he's actually playing you know he's had a good turnaround after a really difficult start to the season since coming back from injury i mean that coincides with this team you know that 15 game stretch where they went 10 1 and 4 now 10 2 and 4 in the 16 games since he's returned but i don't think it's a coincidence that this guy comes back he's playing quality hockey and all of a sudden the team's uh you know been winning games and and you know getting points um and he who's supposed to be part of their shutdown pair has been you know playing pretty well and even adding a little bit offensively as well, as you mentioned, five game point streak. Did he get a point tonight? Like, did that keep keep rolling tonight? Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure he got an assist on the math on the on the second Matthews goal. Let's say change the score on that one. Let me. Uh, I'm just looking it up right now, and you are correct. He did. Yeah, he got the assist on that one. Him and him and Willy Willy. So Nylander keeps his point streak going as well. There's a lot of point streaks going with the uh, with the Maple Leafs. I think Neil uh, Riley, I think, is on a point streak right now as well. There's a lot of guys who are just continually putting up offense. Like this team in general, over the course of the last 15 games, 16 games, averaging over four goals a game. So there's there's a lot of points in offense uh, to be had and. You know, a lot of, it's it's come from a lot of different uh, a lot of different people too, which is good to see. If you are a, a Leaf fan, really really good to see. All right, uh, anything else that you want to make uh, make note of from tonight's game? Um, I like Tyler Bertuzzi's game. He was he, yeah, that was a really nice play by Marner to kind of chip it, you know, tip it in, and he was able to settle it and bring it in for a. Uh, a, a breakaway. He's the guy who's been snake bitten this year, though. Like, yeah. I feel like he's somebody who deserves a lot more production than he's gotten. Do you know what his expected goals was tonight? Uh, probably the best on the team. 87.6. Is that the best on the team? I'm pretty sure it was the best on the team tonight. I, I'm pretty I, sure I, he leads like the lead. Like, even if, like, that was a game there where you're just like he could have had two goals himself in that game. And that that that's the unfortunate part. It's also, you know, you just gotta find a way to get him get them to go in, you know, at some yeah. point. Yeah, he was credited with uh three individual scoring chances tonight. Uh, Ted Bertuzzi him. was him, Marner Marner, Tavares, and uh and Bertuzzi were the top line. And expect the goals tonight. Yeah, it does not surprise me at all. They've played really, really well since uh, since they've been put together. Um, and then obviously you got you know Nylander, Matthews, and Nyes playing some solid hockey as well. I mean, Matthews is putting up two goals a game with, with these two guys on his wing. So um, yeah, they they got something cooking right now because even that third line, I think you know more games than not, you're coming out saying. 
I think they outplayed their opposition. Like I, I, I you come out thinking, okay, I like what I saw from that third line of uh, Robertson, Domi, and and Callie Earncrock. Um, and the fourth line, eh, still some question marks there. Some nights they're good. Some nights they're making some boneheaded mistakes. But, you know, well, uh, I guess they can't be perfect, right? It's Unfortunately, it's a cap system. You got to do uh, deal with what you got there. Um, but, hey, there's still time to make some changes. I think we both expect for there to be some trades at some point to improve this roster, improve this club. But, you look at this last 16 game stretch. I mean, hey, 10, 10, 2, and 4. It's not bad. Not bad for a Maple Leafs team. No, not. It, it, yeah, they didn't get the win, but I think, you know, they've been pretty solid the lot, like in the month of December. You know, they've been among the top Very. teams in the league. So Very. they got to keep the stretch. They got some, okay, on paper, easy games, <laughs> but on paper, they always look like easy games for the Leafs. I know. Then, you know, you got three games in that if we have a, game, a stretch here that includes the Sabres, Blue Jackets, Senators, Blue Jackets, and the Hurricanes. The Blue Jackets aren't easy out. Did you see them? The the beat down they just laid on the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. Nine two. Nine two. They beat the Buffalo Sabres last night. Insane, bro. That's crazy. We're talking about I mean, we- being fired next. <laughs> Oh, Donnie Granado, you think? Man, like at some point, this team has to say enough is enough. Uh, but they've gone through so many coaches. So many coaches. Oh, yeah, they have. Like, is the coach the problem? Something's like, Buffalo. It worked last year. How come it's not working this year? You know why? Because they don't have a goalie, Dave. They don't have a goalie. They can't get a save. Devin Levi was atrocious against Columbus atrocious. I don't think Lucan did anything when he came into the game either. I think they both gave... Let me look into it. We'll look at it. We'll, we'll quickly take a look and then we'll sign off for the night because this isn't Locked On Blue Jackets. You can go to Locked On Blue Jackets for that conversation or Locked On Sabres. Probably a much more fun podcast because oh, yeah. he's going to rip into the team. I know, I know Joe DiBiase really well, the host at Locked On Sabres. He is going to go bananas uh after that defeat nine four sorry was the final nine four so i think uh buffalo ended up scoring a couple of goals uh in the third period there but they made it a little closer, huh? what's that they made it a little closer right yeah they, yeah they they made it a little closer it was seven two after two and then it ended up nine four uh but yeah you had levi gave up four goals on 18 shots and then lucan gave up five goals give him that he was like like Three three oh one going into this game and then yeah 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 he's been playing some, you know some decent hockey since being recalled but you know he not tonight <laughs> he was not great really sick goal by Marchenko though if you haven't seen it search up Kirill Marchenko goal uh it's it's worth worth taking a look at it's it's hockey porn for those uh, people who love to watch cool goal scoring videos. Uh, all right, buddy, let's wrap it up here. Um, that'll do it for us today on the podcast. I'd like to thank you all for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Locked On at Least podcast on all podcast platforms, including on YouTube, and receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on X at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow Dave at D underscore Morissuti. And follow the show as well at Locked On Leafs. If you're watching on YouTube and you've enjoyed the show, please, we ask that you would 
kind of smash that like button, leave a comment down below as well. Let us know your thoughts on uh, the Maple Leafs performance against the New York Rangers. We'll be back with another episode for you guys tomorrow. But until then, keep it locked right here on Locked on Leafs.